beauty Think of truth Think of things that have no proof Think about your future Think about your youth Thinking rhyme, thinking prose Think of breathing through your nose Think about the highs Think about the lows Think again, think again it over now and then Think again Think again It's so easy to pretend Of how we used to be Think of you Think of me Think of dissonance And think of harmony Think about the world today Things that people say Think it through You can think it all away Think again, think again Think it over
That's singer-songwriter Jamie Shea with Think Again from his debut album of all original songs, Come Down to the Water. Jamie writes and performs in the Hamilton, Ontario area, and as a band guitarist, he's as adept at playing rock, pop, blues and jazz as he is performing his own song solo with an acoustic guitar. And Jamie's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. It's great to have you join us, Jamie. I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm so pleased that, you know, I, I checked out your Indiegogo, which was your crowdfunding campaign for this album. Yeah. And, and you said, you know, I've, you know, I reached my 50th birthday and I'm finally being able to put out my own solo album of original songs. And I have to say that really resonated with me that, you know, this is obviously a dream you've had for a long time because I know you've been making music since the 90s. So it, it's nice to be able to get to that point of finally getting your own songs out there. You must feel pretty good about it. I do. It's definitely a milestone for me, and it was great to get it out. I mean, you know, ultimately I would have liked to have had it out earlier, but uh, with with recent events, um, I had uh, uh, open-heart surgery uh, last September and uh, the passing of my father. I just realized how short things are here and how much time we have, and I realized that, you know, I should get about it and get my music out there and uh, continue to, to write and have people spread spread my music around. Well, it's great that you're getting to do it. And i got to say, I love the album. It's got a wonderful feel to it. And it's quite clear that, you know, the 11 songs on the album are very well crafted, very thoughtful, uh, covering issues, you know, personal uh, experiences, but also reflecting on uh, love and loss. And I was going to say the triumph of the human spirit and that definitely comes through certainly when i was listening to the album i was listening to it in the car i was actually heading out to a meeting and i had to pull over and have a listen for you know just a few moments because uh it's clear that that a lot of love went into this album we started off with think again tell us a little bit about that song well you know often we're we're spending uh, our lives in our heads um and sometimes we think too much. Sometimes we uh, think about the wrong things. We should be really ultimately thinking about what we're doing at the time, trying to be mindful. But uh, we think about a lot of things, and, and the power of thought is, is an amazing thing. It can uh, you know, change your life. It can change the lives of people around you uh, if you use it in a positive way. Uh, so it just talks about all the, all the ways we think and how we can, you know, change our realities and even fool ourselves with our thoughts. So when you write these songs, I mean, you, you know, take us through the process, because I gather that, you know, songwriting is something that you've done all the way through, because I, you know, I, I gather you, you went to school, I think, for jazz, Mohawk College, uh, and then you played in some bands, um, you know, over the, the years. I think you played, what, with, was it Creeping Chester in Hamilton for a while? Yes, yeah, Creeping Chester, we were... Uh, a bit ahead of our time uh, in terms of uh, loud music, grunge music. We had three guitarists playing pretty loud, so I had to basically throw a lot of distortion in there just to kind of cut through. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, we were definitely very creative. We had a bunch of different uh, backgrounds that we put together. And, uh, yeah, and, and I, I wrote a bit for Creep and Chester and, uh, and then focused on jazz for a number of years after that and uh, gradually got uh, to working on my own music. Um, although I had written some songs with the band, uh, hadn't really written a lot just uh, with myself in mind. And so over the past uh, five years or so, I've started to take that a lot more seriously. And I think you um, you took Laurie Yates' Creative Genius Songwriting Workshop, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, that was about five years ago. It was the second one she's run, and now she's up to number 22, I believe. Wow, yeah. So it's really taken off for her, and uh, it's a great community builder in our uh, city. There's always a, a show, like part of... Part of the uh, the group is to uh, write and record uh, a number of songs, and then uh, there's a finale concert, and uh, so those people are featured. And then there's a bit of a community now for all the shows that have been put on where, you know, we hang out together. There's a Christmas party every year, and uh, we sometimes uh, get together with people within that group and have co-writes and uh, support each other's music. So it's been uh, great not only just for the writing, but for the community. Can you talk about the um, the benefit of getting into a you know a creative songwriting workshop like this from the point of view of unlocking your own writing? I mean, can you can you talk a little bit about that? Oh sure. Um, it's having some kind of uh, having to be accountable, I guess. Having a schedule uh, helps me out a lot. If, if I wait for inspiration, you know, I might. I might get around, I might get lucky and, and have a have a song, but I, I mean, for me, I really need to be working at it almost like a job. Every year in February, I join uh, February Album Writing Month. Um, it's a challenge where you try to write 14 songs in 28 days. And I find the process of just coming to the table or wherever I'm writing every day, uh, working at it, uh, gets me to the point where I'm a little more receptive to things that are going on around me and I can uh, get inspired a lot easier. And I'm forced to finish those songs. And so I'm exercising my songwriting skills and all the different aspects of it. Um, and I find that it, it starts flowing a lot more naturally if I'm working at it on a regular basis. So the 11 songs on the album, over what period of time did you write those? I would say um, probably probably the past yeah one of the one of the songs came out of that workshop with Laureate so five years five years of writing and you know a song here a song there that kind of got into my repertoire and something that I'm you know playing and sharing on a regular basis um, not everything makes the cut. No, I think it's great. That, you know, I have to say, I find it inspirational just to talk to people like yourself because you've waited so long to do this. And, you know, you mentioned you had some, you know, personal challenges that you needed to get over that kind of impeded the ability to to be able to, you know, to share your own songs. And I think a much more personal way than you've been able to do in any of the bands you've been in before. What I'd like mm. to do now is to play one of my favorite songs on the album, which is Mercy of the Wind. It's a beautiful song. Tell us a little bit about this one. 
Thanks. Um, with Mercy of the Wind, I'm actually quoting myself from another song. I said, I, I used that phrase, and I really liked that phrase. Uh, we're at the mercy of the wind, right? We don't ultimately don't really have much control. I mean, we do technically have control uh, in terms of our positive thinking and, and uh, our determination, but uh, ultimately there are forces that are beyond our control that you know, kind of have uh, sometimes a bigger say in what goes on. And it's a great equalizer, uh, no matter who you are and what kind of background or a financial status or, um, you know, community you grow up in, we have the same factors kind of determining what happens. So it, you might think it's kind of fatalistic in a way, but uh, it's just, you know, reality things happen that we have to kind of take in stride and and, uh, deal with yeah it's actually i find it quite comforting there's a groundedness to the to the song and actually i think a lot of your writing uh and i again i mentioned that i pulled over for a few minutes to so i could pull out the lyric booklet that comes with the the cd version of the album just so i could you know read along while i was listening uh that really comes through let's play that song just now this is jamie shea with Mercy of the Wind from his great new album, Come Down to the Water. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. You think you're in control, Mercy of the Wind. Hold on to your soul, Mercy of the Wind. From the day you're born, mercy of the wind You'll be tossed and torn, mercy of the wind Mercy of the wind, mercy of the wind Young ones and the old ones at the mercy of the wind Everything you do, mercy of the wind If you win or lose, mercy of the wind Will you be alone, mercy of the wind Will you find a home, mercy of the wind Mercy of the wind Mercy of the wind The rich ones and the poor ones At the mercy of the wind In the day to day Mercy of the wind Everything you say Mercy of the wind When it's time to go Mercy of the wind Your ashes will be thrown Mercy of the wind Mercy of the wind Mercy of the wind The living and the dead Are at the mercy 
mercy of the wind, mercy of the wind, mercy of the wind. Bring us all together at the mercy of the wind. That's Jamie Shea with Mercy of the Wind from his new album. It's actually his debut album. It's entitled Come Down to the Water. Jamie Shea is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. So tell us about the making of the album, Jamie. I think you recorded it with Michael Berthelmer at Pine Street Studio in Hamilton. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that experience? Oh, it's, a, it's a great place to work. A uh, nice, quiet street uh, just off Flock Street in Hamilton. Uh, Michael's been at it, producing for decades. The room was actually uh, shared uh, as a yoga studio as well. Not so much anymore, but uh, it's it definitely has a calming, spiritual, kind of grounded vibe to it. Uh, there's skylights. It's an addition to his house, and it's uh, such a homey feel. It's, it was, uh, you know, for the amount of time that I spent on the record, which was, I guess, from July into uh, early November, it was it was like having a second home. You would come in through the front door, and then you'd have to go through the kitchen. Mike would be there, and he'd say, "Hey, you want a coffee?" And yep, and we'd you know talk a little bit, and then jump into the studio and work on whatever part we were working on at the time. It's a great process. He basically wants to do it right, and he doesn't push you. We weren't we we worked out uh, payments uh, for the project as opposed to uh, working by the hour. So there was no uh, worry about rushing or taking too much time. And Very comfortable, and uh, the songs just kind of grew out of that process. And all the people that came in were uh, great people, really positive people, and, and brought some really good vibes to the, to the record. Yeah, it certainly sounds like you've got some great players on this album. And again, one of the things that struck me, and, you know, in radio, I think it's really important. I mean, when I'm auditioning music that I'm going to put on Folk Roots Radio, I really need that feel. You know, it, it's people, I, I get music sent to me all the time. And I, I, I sometimes feel bad for people because, you know, they, I feel like they're they're almost sending me music that's a little too rushed uh, because they're keen to get it out there. And yet, right. you know, this album doesn't have that feel at all. It, it again, yeah, I used the word thoughtful before. That really comes through quite strongly on this. Thanks, Jan. Tell us a little bit about live shows. Uh, I think you were playing the Garifaxa Cafe just uh, this weekend. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Uh, my my Grey Bruce tour. I've never really been on tour, so it's uh, pretty exciting for me. Originally, the Garifaxa date was supposed to be the 16th, but it turned out somebody else was booked, so I thought I would do the Garifraxa Cafe for a one-nighter. So we went up from Hamilton to Durham last night. My friend uh, Ryan Kraftcheck came up and uh, my, as my traveling companion and opened up for me, which was nice. And uh, we had a pleasant time there. The, it's a beautiful room, stage at the back of the room, one of those uh, stages that are you know like a foot up. Uh, wooden stage with curtains in the background, great lighting, great sound. It was a pleasure to play there. This coming week, uh, I'm going to be in Collingwood on Wednesday at the uh, uh, Crow Bar and Variety. On Thursday, it's uh, Duffy's Fish and Chips in Southampton. And on Friday, uh, 
I end up in Owen Sound at Jasmine's. Oh, that's great. Now these yeah. are all these are all solo shows, right? I mean, you, yes, you they play, are. yeah. I mean, obviously the you know the impracticality generally of taking a band outside of your your home area. I I think you did have for your fiftieth birthday though. You had a CD release show. Did that include a lot more people, or was that also solo? Yes, it, it was. It was everybody, almost everybody that worked on the record. We had uh, just one drummer, Scott Kelly. I uh, was on drums at the show, and he played on most of the tracks, but I did have uh, different people playing on the record. So what happens now? Um, you're looking for more solo gigs? Yeah, that, and uh, hopefully uh, in the summer I can you know, add more people and have more of a band experience. That's always fun. It was really great to, to have the, the full band group. We had... I guess at the maximum, we had about nine people on the stage, so uh, it was a nice full sound. We had three backup vocals uh, singing at the same time. And I think you still play in a jazz group, I think, on a regular basis. Is that right? I do. Yeah, a group called Tiff and the Two Fives. It's kind of a play on words for the two-five-one progression in, in jazz. So it's uh, Tiffany Thompson on vocals and uh, Ron McDonald on upright bass and myself on guitar. So you finally got your debut album out. Obviously, quite clearly, it was a dream to be able to get this done. Uh, mm-hmm. How soon do you think you'll start to want to record new songs? I don't know. Um, it's I, you know, I miss being in the studio. It's a, it's a great feeling. It's a, it's a fun thing to do. It's one of my passions. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and, I, and I'm seeing like a lot of people releasing just singles these days. That seems to be uh, uh, a bit of a, a thing these days. So I might, you know, maybe I'll have a song that I really like that I want to release that way and uh, try that. Yeah, I'm going to just keep writing songs, keep getting better, keep looking at the world and uh, writing about it and uh, writing about what, I, what I'm passionate about and... Uh, just keep on track. Keep doing what I love doing. No, it's great. It's been wonderful to talk to you. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? I just, uh, I've got a website now. It's uh, jamieshaymusic.com. No, that's great. Well, I, it's certainly when I get people to check you out. Again, the album is entitled Come Down to the Water. It's really good. And I, I, I really feel for you, Jamie. I think it's got some wonderful songs on and when I checked out your little video on your Indiegogo about, you know, this is 50th birthday, I'm finally going to get to make my own solo album. It gave me goosebumps, and goosebumps I use as a, a criteria to judge how much I enjoy a project. So, Oh, uh, wow. Kudos that means for you. a lot coming from you. Yeah, cu- I, I know the, the people you listen to, and uh, I'm, I'm humbled and honored to be part of the show. I appreciate it. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. We're going to finish with the title track from the album, uh, give us a little insight into that song. Uh, I love being by the water, um, like most people do. And in all circumstances, you can just go down. And if you're in a good mood, it's great. If you're not in such a good mood, it's comforting. You just stare out into the water. And uh, I feel a sense of calm. I feel like somebody's there with me, just hanging out with me. I'm enjoying the solitude, but it feels like I'm sharing the solitude. I've always loved uh, being by the water, and uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. And uh, so it basically just talks about the different circumstances 
of being by the water and uh, how comforting it can be and how the water can almost take on a, a you know, a, a personal role, you know, a personification. Well, living by the water myself, I can certainly concur with that sentiment. This is Jamie Shea with the title track from his great new album, Come Down to the Water, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again, Jamie, for spending the time to talk to us. Oh, it's my pleasure. When it's all too much When it's not enough When I don't know what it is Or how it all adds up When I get too high When I'm coming down When I need a little space To chase my thoughts around I come down to the water to lose myself I come down to the water to find me Something about the water makes me feel alright It feels like you're sitting beside me When it's too loud to hear When it's too dark to see When I'm on the edge of some place I don't want to be When I'm seeing red And my mood is black When the blues get me so far down I can't claw my way back I come down to the water to lose myself I come down to the water to find me Something about the water makes me feel
understands me like you do. I come down to the water to lose myself. I come down to the water to find me. Sitting beside me I like it when you're sitting beside me